Welcome back. It is Tuesday, March 1st. Happy Fat Tuesday, people. It's Taxi Squad. We back. Fat Tuesday. I forgot it was Fat Tuesday today. Didn't you get your punchki? I didn't. I'm not allowed to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Di- well, welcome to Diet Vince. We're doing it. <laughs> Diet Vince? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, you gonna got like a hundred. I'm going to be 104 pounds next week. It's going to be awesome. 104 <laughs> pounds. I don't think this young man next, seen that since the third grade. Next week. I, dude, I probably like first. <laughs> I'm, a th- I'm a thick lad. Big bones. Oh, I know how that goes. I know how that goes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Definitely know how that goes. Well, we are back this week, people. We are uh, about to kick off here with some strange and unusual topics about some locker room antics with the early 2000s, late 90s Lakers. Mm-hmm. Vince, since you knew all about this and I'm just learning about this now, why don't you kick this one off? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been around. People have seen it. I'm assuming that uh, some people that are listening to this have seen it. But uh, Gary Payton was on Stephen Jackson and uh, Matt Barnes' podcast. I believe all the smoke. I believe he was on that. Um, but he was talking about playing with Shaq. And I think it was like in 2004 because he wasn't on the Lakers for long. So it had to be like one year. So you could probably figure out who the rookie is. But basically, Gary Payton's like, yeah, we like to play jokes with each with each other. Shaq was a big jokester. Um, so he used to, and I assume this is the case, like, I'll, talk, I'll just say it. He used to go to the bathroom in buckets for like a week. Number one or and number then, two? That's what I'm saying. So I'm assuming it's one because two would be like, yeah, shit in a bucket for like. Imagine that that'd be a pretty big bucket. Yeah, yeah. And then he would the rookies would like be in the stall going to the bathroom and he'd pour pour it on them. Oh, it's it's not funny. That's not funny. I mean, I I don't even know. It's not the end of the world. I guess it's kind of gross. I don't know though. If I'm like, if I'm like, you know, get cracking into the nba granted you know shaquille o'neal you gotta try to impress him at some point but mm. if someone pours a bucket of piss on me i got a real problem <laughs> well yeah as a rookie that would be uh you know like in the nfl there's a lot of rookie hazing but it's like super like they might tie it to a gold post or like, like or like they, even like you know spend 10 grand at a dinner and make you pay for it or whatever yeah like just usual rookie antics but not it, buckets it, of piss though <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is kind of, you know, for Shaq, this is kind of like a page out of uh, Babe Ruth's book. Yeah, and, but, you know. The baseball historian of me. So Babe Ruth is known uh, for his locker romantics also. He used to piss, literally piss, on the back of his teammates while they were showering. <laughs> so gross, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's really gross. It's some weird shit, but. This is quite strange and unusual this week. Yeah, I don't know how, yeah. how you react to that. How do you? Well, another you... thing in that interview too. I guess Gary Payton got a pair of Shaq's underwear and he framed it and put it in his house. <laughs> awesome. like, what the fuck? What the fuck were they? They were only on the team for one year. Like, Gary what were they Payton's doing a dog, bro. And my question too is like, I think I understand why Kobe Bryant was like, okay, <laughs> the Shaq thing might not work forever. Oh, Shaq worked for a long time. Him and Kobe, no, I know, you know but like, you know, like each other, but it reached its end. But I think I know why, because Kobe's out there grinding, you know, getting better every day. He walks in, Shaq's pouring piss on his rookies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Kobe would have gone for that. I mean, Kobe told Shaq to go fuck himself. Like, yeah, their he first probably should have. 
Like literally, yeah. he was like, "Oh, when are you gonna get me the ball?" He's like, "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, he's like, "I'm just to. gonna keep shooting." Yeah, we'll keep working. He used to yeah, tell but... him, "Go get your fat ass up and go get the ball." <laughs> That's what's crazy too. Is like Shaq was just so fucking good. That I mean, I assume he did his shit. Obviously, he was during that time. He was pretty ripped. He got big, but um, he like does this. Like Kobe is like. He was like so type A. He took care of everything, all of the business, like, you know, early in the morning. The man was just ready to go. He's a competitor, ruthless. And then Shaq's just pouring pee on people. Some of those Kobe interviews, for the record. You ever not yeah. feeling motivated to watch some old Kobe interviews? You'll, you'll be ready to run through a wall. Straight up. Or you can watch some of Shaq's antics by pouring piss on his rookie. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. One of the two. If that's whatever yeah. motivates you, if you're into some weird shit like R. Kelly, then, you know, I mean, God there's, bless you. There's two type of people. There's two types of people in this world. One guy that shows up early and gets his shots up, and the other guy who pours his piss on his rookies. And then R. Kelly somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, we don't like him. <laughs> well, if we're talking about peeing on people, that is. Right. They yeah. should go let a whole bit out. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. Just a fact. Well, we figured we'd start this one off light and, and easy. You know, but right now, world's not very stable, as we all know. Shit's going yep. off in Eastern Europe, and we're praying for these people. Yep. Uh, but FIFA just announced, same thing with F1, that they're they're pulling out of Russia and pulling out Russian teams completely of all sporting events. Yeah. Yeah, and the, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before this, but that's big because obviously F1 is enormous in Europe, as you said. It's oh. big in Eastern Europe. Huge. And, and like obviously soccer, board. like oh, yeah. damn. Oh yeah. Soccer and, is the biggest debate. And that goes along with like like yeah, like even their economy and shit. Like everything's pulling out of there and it's just like this is big too, because that's a big moneymaker for them. And they have teams, you know? Oh no, they do. They have legitimate teams, especially hockey and all that good stuff. Huge in Eastern Europe. So this is a big blow. This is a big blow. I, I would definitely say definitely Economy's hurting for them in, in general, and then you know now all these major sporting uh, firms are pulling out altogether. Um, yeah, definitely going to be interesting. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely one to, to to monitor here. Don't see that uh, drifting in a different direction. Uh, but let's move on to something now more lighthearted. Just figured we'd yeah. touch on it. Still strange and a little unusual <laughs> uh, for the time being, considering we are in the 21st century. But true, Kyler Murray's up to no good again, Vince. Yeah, up week to, three. Up, up to his antics. Week three of us talking about Kyler Murray. Well, it's it seems like going on there. yeah, for real. We're just you know we're fishing for something, not really, but yeah, Kyler Murray came uh, made a post on his Instagram. Obviously, last week he talked about him trying to. Uh, get all the distractions out you know he's not the distraction he needs to stop distractions from coming in him all the unnecessary stuff he wrote a long what was it like four paragraph thing saying two things i want to get paid and i want to be in arizona <laughs> and it was so long i didn't read it did you read it i didn't i i got through like a sentence and i was like mm, this, yeah yeah no. <laughs> you kind of know what it's going to be you know mm-hmm. yeah a- automatically it's just like just come out and say hey I want more money or I want to get paid. And I mean, right now it's not like he's getting paid chump change. He's getting paid five and a half million dollars a year. Yeah. I mean, he was the number one overall pick and he's going to get another contract. And that's the thing. So the whole, I guess he wanted an extension or something, or he wanted it to happen this year and still can. It's just, to me, it's like, 
this whole thing and like yeah it was in the media too and we're talking about it so we're not helping that either but it's all just kind of like smoke and mirrors like nothing's gonna change really they're just gonna they're gonna talk about it if that extension's gonna happen it's gonna happen if it doesn't it doesn't no it definitely will i think he's getting the the fear of god struck in him because he runs a lot and he's Mm -hmm. already had injuries and it's like weird that this team after thanksgiving just falls off a cliff yeah i mean that oh that was bad if you remember i was on him I was on that. Oh, you had him to win your Super Bowl. And then when yeah, game was seven, you're like, but the Rams well, and the Cardinals, you were like, oh, I had the, the I had the Ra- I had the Ravens versus the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, how far <laughs> off are we? I'm just saying. <laughs> I was really close with my Buffalo prediction. I was real, real close with that. But Joey Burrow had other opinions and mm-hmm. the Rams. I was hoping for Tampa Tom to redo it. But eh, you know, shit's fixed anyways. Either way. Um <laughs> I believe that Kyler, I think they're just going to hold on. I, I don't think they're going to give him what he wants right away. He handled well, it like a mean, total clown. They don't have to. And right, then that was the whole thing. And, and we said it last week, too, where it was like, oh, there's all these distractions and uh, all the unnecessary stuff. It's like, you caused it. You're the one that did it. Um, then the Cardinals kind of clapped back a little bit. Like, it was funny on Instagram. They kind of gave it back to him, and then he just... I don't know. It all seems so unnecessary. Like he didn't even have to do that whole like statement. He kind of just dug himself a hole and he's trying to get out of the hole that he dug himself. Well, he, he did this at the Super Bowl last year when he was there and accepted like an impromptu interview and she blasted him with some hard questions. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea how to respond. He seems to continuously putting put himself in these shitty situations and I don't know if he needs either A, a new agent, or B, a new publicist, or uh, all the above. But uh, yeah, dude, you you might want to look for a different representation because you're getting made to look like a stooge in a clown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Kyler Murray. (laughs) That's that's quarterback talk. (laughs) Kyler Murray. Uh Now, there is some interesting news outside of of just Kyler. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Jimmy G had surgery today. We're mm-hmm. talking about the hometown boy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep, there absolutely. is, there is large term interest. Okay. By no some, doubt. by some bigger, by some bigger franchises out there. If you had to pick, I, I chose mine last week. Where would you put Jimmy G? Jimmy G. And yeah, I mean, Jimmy G first off game manager, he won't lose you the game. He's probably not going to win it to you, win it you it. He needs to go to a team that's pretty well set up that he can just go and play. And that one feels like, if it's not Jameis, <laughs> it feels like he's going to Tampa. Um, other than, I mean, other than that, like, you really need a team with a good defense and good pieces around them because a lot, a lot can go wrong. If you're focusing too much on Jimmy G, like, bringing it up for you, a lot can go wrong, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, hey, that's, I'm asking for, ask for the opinion here, Vince. Where, where does he go? Where does he fit best? I chose it's, the Colts I mean, last week. You didn't give me one. So, I gave you Tampa. I think it's Tampa. But you think it's Tampa? I mean, I, it, it makes the most sense if that. Do you think he's a better uh, fit in Tampa than he is for the Colts? Because they they have just they they have full blown said they are done. They are done with Carson Wentz. And I don't blame them. <laughs> they are full um, blown done. I mean, Tampa has won one in the last two years. Tampa has better receivers. The defenses are comparable 
I mean, the only thing is Gronk isn't coming back, so he doesn't have a tight end. But it's not like do you think the tight he'd ends stay and... for Jimmy G? Do you think if Jimmy G was coming, he'd be like, "All right, I'm coming back." Trying to read the mind of Rob Gronkowski is basically impossible. Well, I don't. I don't. It. it would just be like having Tom 2.0 in a weird way. I'm not saying Jimmy G's Tom, but what I am yeah. saying is that you know Garoppolo and and uh, you know his boy Gronky over there, they know each other. They're close. Yeah, Gronk's call passes from him for sure. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I don't. Sense. I don't think he's coming back at all. If I'm being honest, I think he's done. <laughs> no, I would be done too. Do you know that Gronk? Fun fact. Gronk has saved every single game check that he's ever made, and he's made all of his money off of endorsements. Off his endorsements, yeah. That's which is badass. Stupid. That's so. That's so effing cool. Think about the, all the money he's got just waiting for him. <laughs> oh, he he's set for life. Now, on a different note, did you read today that the NFLPA and the ownership groups are proposing overtime rules? No. Proposing changing the overtime rules. Ooh, competition committee has some sediment for modifying playoff OT rules. Interesting. What do you think it's going to be? I think I they're going to give to change both something. team a shot. I, I think that's. It. I think that's ultimately what it's going to come to, and then after that, you're done. I it's mean, just yeah. something that's I mean, stupid. At that point, just do it like how hockey does it. Just give it a whole other period, or how basketball does it. Give it a whole other period, and then at the end of that, that's period, what they did. That's what we did when we were when we were younger, at least. What do you mean? Is it? Is it? I mean, that's what they they kind of did. They kind of did that in um, early two thousands, I believe. I could be entirely wrong, but I feel like that's too much football. No, it used like, to. I feel be, like they used to be first to score, and then they changed it. To if you get a field goal, the opposing team gets the opportunity. Yeah, to go down which is what it is now. And, but right, but if you get a maybe that was just mad. I don't know. <laughs> probably mad. But um, I I say give it, give them a full quarter. They get a fifth. I would quarter, like that. Or I just half the time, guys seven are, minutes. I think guys are worried. Yeah, that's what I think is going to be. Like guys are worried about getting injured and stuff, and I don't think they're trying to, especially in a regular season. Like if it was the playoffs, then yeah. Well, that's Definitely what I'm proposing. Yeah, probably put it in the playoffs. That would be smart. But mm-hmm. if it's regular season, no one's gonna. No one. No, no one's gonna bite on that. But I, I think definitely in the playoffs, that would make the most sense to me. Yeah, that absolutely. Would definitely make I agree. The most sense. I mean, we saw it this year. It was an obvious flaw with the Bills just not getting a chance to go up there. And who? Hey, who knows if they would have beaten the Bengals and they would have been in the Super Bowl? So there's like a lot of implication there. Um, it should be that way. I don't know. I don't know why that, it's dumb in the first place. It seems like overtime rules in every sport just get argued over and over again. Like, what should it be? What should it be? I don't think this is it for the NFL, <laughs> and it's not it for the MLB either. We'll get to that later. Oh God, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely gonna be something here to monitor in the future. Yeah. Nonetheless, nonetheless. So another football news as well. What's this? We're going outside of the U.S., brother. We got five five games announced that are going to be outside of the U.S. Really? This year. Yes. Well, where are they? <clears throat> so to kick it off, we got three United Kingdom games. Okay. So Jacksonville Jaguars, they always play in the United Kingdom. It's just like kind of how they are. <laughs> um, they have more fans there. Uh, the Saints have a home game in the U.K. And the Packers have a home game in the U.K. 
Ooh, nice. Yeah, which is cool. And I know uh, the the thing is a lot of teams don't like doing that, don't like losing a home game. Um, So that's kind of interesting to kind of think about because, like, they're going to lose a home game and then what, do they get it back the next year? Whatever it may be. Um, But I think every every team's kind of got to do that. Um, But then we talked about Mexico City and how the – the whole field was a piece of shit last time they tried playing there. Oh, yeah. But give it another shot. The Arizona Cardinals have a home game in Mexico City. That kind of makes sense. It's actually like a drivable distance for them. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably the closest team, really, except for like maybe the Texas teams. Um, but it's Estadio Azteca is where that's being played. Right. And then finally, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing in Germany at FC Bayern Munich Stadium. Mm, we'll see about that. I kind of like that because the Germans go crazy for sports, so that'd be fun. Yeah, I don't know. Either they're going to be like, uh, this is stupid, or don't call it football. One of the two. True. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the football following in Germany is. I know Mexico has a good one. I know the UK does. So that's going to be the most interesting. Um, <clears throat> and also the teams that get matched up with them as well is going to be interesting. Um, are they going to be like, you know, kind of trash matchups? Sometimes it's. Like, are they going to give the Packers, like the Lions, and then be like, here you go, you're going to win this no matter what? Maybe. Is that what I, gonna... I think it's a good opportunity for the NFL, of course. I think that's all they care about. But it is a good opportunity for the NFL to get different exposure to great teams. Yeah. Right? I think that's that's a better point. And they're going with the, with the basketball in the same way. It's kind of like making it more international game. This is a good way to do it. Um, three games in London is kind of wild, though. The problem with this concept is just not sustainable, and you'd have to put a team there eventually, but I don't think that could ever work. That's what I'm saying. It's like you want it to in a, in a tunnel, it's fine, but when you really break it down, it's like, all right, you're not going to be able to travel and do home games in London. There's just no chance in hell. No, no, not every other week. It would just very, it would be a very, very difficult schedule thing, unless you put the teams there like a week and a half before yeah, or right after their next home game, they're on a plane to the UK. Or it's like two games at home, two games away, two games at home. So at least it's like half a month, you know, or something. I mean, something yeah. that's, that's definitely it's a logistical nightmare. More so for the is. opposing team than for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. For going across the pond. that's a And also, team. could you imagine being from like Jackson, Mississippi and getting, drafted by london <laughs> like granted people do it in baseball and shit from like the caribbean but still that would be ridiculous well, yeah, they like, come to not. live here i mean you know think about it exactly but like yeah if you're from mississippi and you move to london for half the year and then you come back it's just, i don't know that's a little bit of culture shock i don't know if they're ready for it yeah i don't know it would be a very ted lasso sort of situation Hey, if it works out great, that would be awesome. <laughs> be a very Ted Lasso situation. Here's some southern dude in the middle of the UK, like having tea and crumpets and shit. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay and like the left tackle of the Bucks. Fucking raw. <laughs> it was brilliant. Fucking raw. <laughs> that, that touchdown was brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. Yes. Bloody brilliant. beautiful. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Time will tell. I think the NFL is, you know, spreading out its its platform here. But it's not the last we're going to see this. No, no doubt. No, it's going to continue. And I just think they're going to do these games because they're just huge money makers. End of the day. Yeah. Just don't let the Cowboys play there. Cowboys don't. Yeah, for real. Okay. 
Yeah, they're America's team. Keep them America. They're not America's team. I know. Bro. It's some bullshit. Some bullshit. Yeah, you think I believe that? That's your America's team. Better more Deion so. Sanders put Deion Sanders put Dak Prescott in his top five the other day. Oh God. <laughs> Spare me the bullshit. Unbelievable. Like of quarterbacks or like Yeah. In the oh league? yeah, it was it was Rogers, Mahomes, Dak Prescott, and then two other people. I forgot who the second the last two were, but over Joe yeah. Burrow and No. It was it was Joe Burrow wasn't in his top five. It was uh What? Yeah, it was Rogers, Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, which, you know, I like Josh Allen, so that makes sense. But I forgot who the fifth one was, but I don't think it was Burrow. I think he like tied like ten people in fifth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolute like, mess. <laughs> would would you think Joe Burrow is a top five or top let's just let's not be two is Joe Burrow a top ten quarterback? In the NFL? I'd say he's top 10, yeah. Oh, for top sure. Five's, top five's hard. Yeah, top five is hard. But also, you got to think about the quarterback talent right now. It's like a lot of older guys are gone now. So, like, dude's got to move gone. in. Yeah, like, Rogers. Obviously, Rodgers is going to get one or two. He had two MVPs in a row, so you can't really put him two. It sucks, but it's dumb. And then Mahomes is obviously going to get two. He'll probably put Josh Allen three. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah, Herbert? Talent. Herbert's up there, but he's—I don't know if he's better than Burrow. You know? no, if you look <laughs> so at the numbers, it's just not—it's not that apparent. Yeah. Right? So I mean, if I'm putting Herbert, Herber- might be in there, man. Yeah, yeah, but he threw I two didn't... interceptions in a Super Bowl, so that's pretty well, rough. He, everybody knew he was going to do that. Oh man, yeah. let's not even go back to the Super Bowl. It just makes me depressed. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Interesting. No, this is this is going to be a good one. Oh, hot stove for the yeah. NFL. Did we see that the Vikings are potentially going to be trading Kirk Cousins to the Broncos? And I actually hear this may have legs. That'd be interesting. Zimmer hated Kirk Cousins. Oh, Zimmer hated hated him. him. But the new guy, (laughs) McConnell, I believe is his name, is all about this dude. Yeah, you know, that's how you know he's going to fail. But they we say talked like about McConnell last week. <laughs> I'm just saying that they have, you know, they have some inroad here. So we'll see, though. But it, it does kind of make sense. Kirk Cousins would kind of make a lot of sense for the Broncos. Yeah, but isn't that kind of him just doing the same thing in a different city? Totally. Like you totally. just lo- you have a worse receiver, but your defense is better. That's about it. <laughs> but their defense isn't that much better. The Vikings have a pretty decent defense. Yeah, Vikings are very good defense. I, I think and they Broncos have Thielen and fucking Justin Jefferson Thielen's and Dalvin Cook. But and still, as a, as a second or a third option, Adam Thielen's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with that statement. And I don't know if you're getting that. You're, I mean, you got Judy at one in wide receiver in Denver. Granted, you have a decent backfield, but. Hey, don't sleep on no offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's good, but that's not changing much, you know. No, true, true. Well, time will tell. We're ready I'd to like to see the... it. See ya. <laughs> oh, yeah. How you doing? Keep it moving. But, yeah, mm. they, they'd have to draft a quarterback then. They're kind of, like, behind the eight ball, and no one likes the quarterbacks this year. So, Mm-mm. yeah. Well, that's why Trubisky getting so much love. I read today, and you were leading on this, Trubisky – Saints, I hear there's mutual yeah. interest. Yeah, dude. I was oh, telling I you, bro. So. I don't think I was, so. I'm, he's going somewhere. I, I will literally bet the house on it. Not actually literally, but 
because I don't own one. But <laughs> um, I am confident he's going to get a, a shot to be a starter this year from somewhere. And it's, he's probably not going to be the first one to get one, but he's certainly going to be one of those guys where like everybody else is gone and we need to find somebody. Because there's a, there's a lot of talk about him going to the Commanders. Weird to say still. A lot of talk about that. Granted, that's all could be smoke and mirrors, but I'm hearing Kenny Pickett on Mel Kuyper's draft board right now. He has Kenny Pickett going to the Washington Commanders or the Commies. <sighs> that's a good call for them. The Commies, Washington Commies. <laughs> I mean, it's that's actually that's actually not a not way. a great joke, right? What? What's up? Yeah, it's kind of fitting. <clears throat> yeah, no, it fits. It makes sense. Semi. But yeah, <clears throat> Trubisky could go to the Commanders. We'll see. All yeah. right. The guy, uh, the GM of the Buffalo Bills said that Trubisky is somebody that you want your daughter to date, so that's all I'm saying. Oh, spare me the bullshit. <laughs> well, now he's even better in my book. Yeah. No, he's just a kid. And then uh, the first thing you think of is just the kiss and titties tweet that he had. <laughs> You've seen that, what right? If the G- oh, of course. Yeah. What if the GM yeah. came out and was like, you know, Mitch was just great for this team, blah, blah, blah. I would definitely let him kiss my daughter's titties. <laughs> Dude, I would be like this new favorite did, did team. <laughs> he just, did he just quote the, the tweet? Mm-hmm. Oh, and also for all the haters that don't think I'm a an OG Chiefs fan, I sent Mike a video of me being like five wearing a Priest Holmes jersey. So suck on that, used bitches. To, used to rock on that thing. Maybe maybe we share with the masses, Vince. Let the world maybe. see your little glasses. We'll see. That's a that's a precious family memory. So that is we'll a precious that. memory, Mike. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Come on. You want to just expose little Vince like that? Yeah, he's a good kid. You I know good. Know happened. I know. Nothing good. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to the NBA. Got a lot of new topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is our main sport now because the NFL is gone. Because the NFL is gone. Football's over. I just added this real quick, but did you see John Morant last night? You see John Morant on any other night? Yeah. God damn, that guy's electric. good. He reminds me of like 08 Rose. He looks more like Kobe than he does Rose. You think? He's explosive like Rose, though. Better jump shot. Dunk on people. Early, I'm talking yeah. early Kobe, bro. Yeah, no, you're. I mean, yeah, like for sure. 90s, I mean, he's early 2000s Kobe. That um, that dunk contest that he won, absolutely, mm-hmm. straight up legit. Mm-hmm. Um, but John Morant. So first off, he smoked the Bulls. That sucked. We were together for that. Oh had yeah, a couple wine, had a couple wines in us. Pretty sad. <laughs> One, two, three, maybe a five and a six. You never know. Uh, Probably but, like 10. <laughs> oh, on that day. Hell of a day, people. Hell of a day. Hell of a party day. Uh, but none, nonetheless, I mean, John Morant just takes over. Like, yeah. he, he's just, he's that. He's arrived. Yep. And so Stephen Adams threw an inbounds pass. I think there was like 1.2 or 1.3 seconds left in the half. Stephen Adams threw an inbounds pass across the court to John Morant in the corner just catch, shoot, instant release, bucket. Craziest thing I've watched. If you I guys know, haven't seen it, I don't know watch what was it. more impressive. Either the toss by Steven Adams, mm-hmm. get that guy in MLB. Insanely or, accurate. Oh, Insanely or an NFL contract. Pick one. Pick one. Yeah. For a center, he put that ball on a dime from a dude from yeah. New Zealand. And he's an Aussie, too, so he's not even used to throwing he's shit. from New Zealand. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're right next They're to close, Mike. Fuck off. Anyways. <laughs> 
<laughs> Puts his phone on a dime to John Morant, and he just drains this thing. Ice mm-hmm. the game. And then, Filthy. did you see him absolutely yam over Jakob Pertle the other day? Mm-hmm. Just just next level shit. He's like, he went up, he saw Jakob Pertle, he's like, you're seven feet, and I don't give a fuck. And he just went right over him, yammed on him, walk away. Guy's the electric factory of the NBA right now. He might be my favorite non-Bulls player. Young Kobe, bro, I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Oh, he's a beast. He he is the next one up, in my opinion. He's the next great one. As long as he can stay healthy, you know? That's the only worry with a guy that's, that's, explo- that's that explosive. As long as he stays healthy, he's good to go. He's oh. goddamn good. I'm happy for the city of Memphis. It's badass for them. Oh, yeah. It's a lot better than Chandler Parsons. <laughs> Remember that contract? Oh, my God. That guy just, he might as well just rob the bank. He was decent. He was decent on the Rockets, though. Chandler Parsons could get buckets. Heard a story from Chandler Parsons today about Kobe Bryant. I heard that. That, can... that was awesome. Pretty crazy. Yeah. That was so awesome. Chandler Parsons was guarding him in a game, and they were like, one of his teammates was like, don't, don't talk to him. He's going to get in your head, all this shit. Um, Kobe Bryant's like, Hey, like, first off, he diced him up. It was like 40-something points or something like that. And he said, uh, hey, got you a place at the supper club or whatever. He texted him later. He got his number. He texted him later. He's like, yeah, you got a spot, whatever. They went to dinner. He invited everybody. It was awesome. He asked if Kobe was coming. He's like, nah. Basically, he racked up a $22,000 bill, and they brought it to him, and he was a rookie, and he's like, oh, fuck. I can't pay this. And then the, the server is just like, Oh, sign this for Mr. Bryant. He's like, what the fuck? So everybody's saying Kobe Bryant's a dick. And then all of a sudden he's like, it was amazing. You just let me go out with my teammates as a rookie for 22 grand. It was pretty sick. Uh, at that point for Kobe, it wasn't nothing. And not only that, but they sucked. Well, right. But you don't have to do that for a another team's player, you know? Dude, for Kobe, that's like $220. No, I know. But still. You know, it's not like you're going to walk down the street and be like, here's 22 grand, you know? Well, maybe you liked what the kid was doing and they wanted to make that lasting impression. And now this person has a story forever. That's true. I want to say Chandler Parsons came in. Yeah, Chandler Parsons came into the league the year the Lakers won the championship. Did he? 2011, yeah. Okay. So they were pretty good still. Well, maybe he just liked the kid. Maybe, Maybe he respected him. I mean, but he said Kobe went off that game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's obviously going to fuck up a rookie. (laughs) They're just like, go and guard him. He's like, yeah, right. (laughs) What's the story? I love the Kobe story on Amon Shumpert, where when he was on the the Knicks, and Mm -hmm. he was playing the Knicks, and he goes, I'll never forget. He goes, I had to guard Kobe that night. And he goes, and I was was guarding him. I had a block on him, all this good stuff. He goes, I held him to like, he goes, I think I only held him to like 15 points. And I'll (laughs) never forget the fourth quarter started, and he like patted me on the ass, and he was like, you had a good game, young man. <laughs> just fucked them up. <laughs> and then just destroyed them for the rest of the fourth quarter, finished with like 30. That's so, that's just, it just makes sense. It just so makes Kobe. sense. So cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of Kobe and his old team, are the LA Lakers going to make the playoffs? Nope. They're done. Stick a whole, holy shit. Last mm-hmm. 20 games. Everyone's six it. and 14. I know, but not make like they're in a bad, bad spot right now. They're ninth, ninth in the West right now, behind the Timberwolves. Need I tell you? And I think the Clippers they're signed DJ Augustine. I mean, you don't know. I was thinking about that. I'm like, it's gonna be DJ Augustine from the Charlotte Bobcats when he just went off for those like that like season and a half. 
It's oh, going to be that. He was a beast. He was a yeah. beast in 2K back then, too. Oh, yeah. E- easily the best 2K player. You just, like, go ahead and pick him up. It's, like, easy jump shots from the corner, fast as shit, solid at passing, way better in 2K than he was in real life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then he was also on the, the Raptors when they made their run, right? Could have been. I think he was. Um, Could have been. Speaking of sure. the... He kind of looks like Fred Van Bleed, I'm going to lie. He does kind of look like <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, no, man, the Lakers are done. Stick a fork in them. LeBron always does this. This always happens. Always he new. always goes to the playoffs, though. Yeah, not this year, bro. He done. Yeah. So quick, just a couple stats to put into perspective. Um, according to Stat Muse, I think they're pretty. I think they're pretty correct. But Plug. Lakers are on the bottom half of the league in offensive rating. Their net rating, so that's the combination of the two reboundings and most offensive statistics. So assists, bottom half, three points made, three point percentage, offensive rebounds, and free throw percentage are all in the bottom half of the league. Free throw percentage is probably the biggest thing in my head. We're like, that's, you know, LeBron, you're not expecting him to shoot 90%, but he's gotten better throughout his career. But they either they're just not going to the line, which they aren't that well because they don't they don't have a lot of slashers, and they're not making them when they go up there. It's just bad news the whole way around. They got Russ. Yeah, he's the only one that's almost played in all their games. <laughs> what I think is more juicy about this than anything is that LeBron shipped all those boys to the Pelicans. And the Pelicans are only two games behind them in the West. Yeah, that's the thing. And you and you think about it too for that AD trade. You send Ingram there. Ingram, you know, he's a he's a silent assassin. You know, he's pretty fucking good at basketball. Doesn't talk a lot. He just kind of gets in there and does what he does. And then they sent Lonzo, who's playing for fucking second place team in the East right now. Not right now. He's injured, but still, like, it's insane. And then you think about like. All the guys they dropped, like the starting center for the Clippers, Ivaka Zubats, is playing off his ass right, like out of his mind right now. And they could really use the starting center. And then you get DeAndre Jordan, who they just dropped, and he tried to throw it across the court and just completely airballed it. And they were like, all right, get him out of here. Do the but in reality, sign DeAndre Jordan? No. Why? No. My brother texted me the same thing. First, DeAndre Jordan is... He's used good goods at this point. If you watch him play now, it's like he'd just be a six man off the bench. Yeah, we don't. We already got Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson six nine. Tristan Thompson's still a center. Mm, More power forward, but that's arguable. He play. He plays center. He might be the size of a power forward, but he plays center. And at least he's young enough where he can up uh, Embiid. I mean, because we need someone to do that. (laughs) I might be able to d up. And be better than Vooch. Just yeah, Vooch doesn't seem that interested in Ding up uh, a perennial center. And even like the Heat game that we that we just alluded to, Bam Adebayo ate his lunch, and Vucevic couldn't couldn't do shit about it. All I know is that Tristan Thompson's gonna be he's gonna be playing a lot of end of game minutes for defensive sets. There's no doubt about that. So I certainly hope that he's on his shit and he gets his rebounds. But you know. He hasn't looked too bad for the team so far, so can't get mad about it. No, got to let it gel. Got to let it gel for sure. But, yeah, no, the Lakers stick a fork on him. LeBron, as I said last week, maybe it's just time to retire for like a year. Well, he's he's getting – yeah, he's getting injured a lot more this year. And, like, you know, that's, granted, that's expected to happen because he's old. Put it in quotation marks. It's like, oh, my 
toe. His actual in he actually had real injuries this year too, which is the crazier part. AD okay, so LeBron's played in forty three games. I thought AD played in considerably less. AD's played in thirty seven, so they're you know six game difference. Westbrook's played fifty nine, and he's basically right around average for his career on most offensive categories. Which blow it up? Do you blow it up? Next question. Do you blow it up? The thing is, is what do they what do they blow up? Trade AD. You trade everybody who might be worth something. Yeah, but they you got rid of all of their draft picks already. I know. You try and so get draft even if they, more. Even if they start tanking, it's not like they're going to be getting their own draft picks. Sure. They're going to be getting other teams' draft picks. So if they're really bad, then, like, you know, it's kind of fucked. And then LeBron's eventually going to leave, I guess, to play with his son if that ends up happening. Which again, I don't know if he's even going to be in the M- NBA. Maybe only for so somebody can sign LeBron. But it's like, what do you do? Okay, what do you do at that point? Because you have you have AD, who is supposed to be like the the top dog of your whole entire system. Now LeBron's supposed to be the two, which is a joke. And then you got really no one else. Malik Monk's playing pretty well, and besides that, like, you know. It's okay. I mean, Carmelo's playing like 10 minutes a game and he's shooting 40% right now. <laughs> Send him somewhere. That's kind of impressive. Yeah, it's just he doesn't get enough time on the ball because he's not a good defender. And also, he's no, slow. <laughs> he's not playing defense anymore, bro. Yeah. I mean, listen, in my eyes, this is an inevitability that they all get broken up, so you might as well get some value. Yeah, but what do you do if you're LeBron at that point? Retire. I don't think he's doing that. Go play with the Warriors. You'd be great on the Warriors. Nah, really... See, that's the thing, too, though. Is like I don't think he's trying to do one of those like Jordan to the Wizard things. What like, I think goes... he wants to finish career either with his son, wherever that may be, or he's staying with the Lakers, in my opinion. Or what if he tries to douse the Michael Jordan comparison and comes to Chicago? I thought he was doing that in 10 or in 2010, but no. And also, no. like... Do you think we'd say you can keep him? Well, he would want to. He would want a max contract, so it would be like we're not signing him. No. <laughs> for being honest, like this is the first time in his whole career, I'd be like, I don't know if I want LeBron James on my team. Pretty much. What if he? What if he got teamed up with the Grizzlies? They got enough cap space. That'd be cool, but Jaws still got to run the show, and he knows that. And that I don't even know if they'd want him because Desmond Bain's playing off his ass right now, and so is. Steven Adams playing well. I don't know if they're trying to throw LeBron in there. Because you got to remember, like, you put LeBron in there, your whole entire franchise is LeBron. Oh, yeah. It's all LeBron. 100%. So, like, you have to go somewhere where it may be, like, Oklahoma City. But why would he want to go to that market? Because you got to think about that, too. He's got endorsements, like, up the wazoo. So he's got to, like, go somewhere. Okay, listen. LeBron has gone full-fledged Hollywood. The movies, yeah. the production companies, the business side of things. For him, who's to say he can't go, you know what? I'm going to hang it up for a couple years, get my body right, wait for my kid to come, and I'll just come back when he comes. A couple years is 40-year-old LeBron, though. So, with a couple years off to get his body right, and if he still focuses on it? Yeah, still be I, I mean... Injuries are still a concern. I, I'm not saying it's it would be a bad signing. I mean, it'd be it'd be a good signing. It's just with LeBron, you get 
LeBron problems. When you get Le- LeBron comes to a team you and know, it's LeBron's team. You know that once LeBron leaves, he's going to decimate everything in the path of your team for the next five to six years. You will not right. be relevant. Yeah. That's why the Cleveland thing's so impressive. I know, but look at the Cleveland thing. They're in fifth right now in the East. Cleveland's a very good team. Yeah. But I don't I don't think he goes. The thing to is too with that they're like, no, with Cleveland they were picking up like Dwayne Wade and Isaiah Thomas and they had like that whole cast of characters. And then the GM in Cleveland was basically like, Hey, we can't we can't we can't make these trades anymore. Cause he asked for like another trade, I guess. And that started the whole problem with that where he's like, Oh, they didn't listen to me or whatever. And it was probably a good idea because they saved a lot of their first round draft picks. And now they got a young, good team. So maybe just kind of just letting LeBron do what he wants is might not be a great idea. No cook. Also cookie cutter, cookie cutter Lakers championship. I cannot say that enough. Mm, Yeah, it was a, uh, you might want to put an asterisk next to it, but hey, you still won one. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's the Lakers one. too, so I'm like, whatever. But it, that's and that's the thing. That's just the thing. Is like LeBron is the face of the Lakers. That's like putting. That's like putting Kobe on a different team and expecting him to be a second fiddle. It just isn't gonna happen. Yeah, I I understand. I understand. Let's let's get off the LeBron talk here. Yeah. And, and let's divert this talk to the Eastern Conference. Shall we? We shall. So in my opinion right now, mm-hmm. I'm pretty fearful of like two teams in the East to get away in the yes. Bulls. And those two teams are the 76ers and the Heat. Yes. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, but also you got the Bucks, which are also extremely concerning to me too. It's <clears throat> The thing with the East, at least for the top four seeds right now, and like Grant, the Celtics are on a tear right now. The Cavs are on a tear. There's a lot of good teams in the East. Raptors are in the playoffs too. I'm just letting you know. And then the Nets are eighth, and they're still the Nets. But the thing with the top four seeds of the East is three of them have big guys that are all stars, and the Bulls don't have that. I guess Nikola Jokic or not Jokic, Jesus, uh, Vucevic is an all star, quote unquote. He's last some sort year. of a bitch. But I mean, he was he was an all star on a team that sucked, which is big difference. But Bam, all star. Embiid All Star, Giannis All Star, and then each of those teams have a second guy. Like if you're gonna go, like Jimmy Butler's number one on the Heat, and they still got Lowry. Seventy Sixers have have Harden now, and they're playing awesome. And then the Bucks, Middleton, and they won last year. And Portis is playing well. It's like there's a lot of concern about size, and it has me worried. That's the tail of the tape in the NBA, and that's what the Bulls, as we've discussed all year, that's what they need the most right now. Mm-hmm. So, like I've always said, if it identifies to be a year where you lose out in the playoffs, which you know you'll make it, cool. Beyond that, uh, I just feel as if we're that piece away. It feels like that, too. And, like, you don't know how this team's going to perform in the playoffs. That's the thing. Like, again, like all those four teams or three teams that I just mentioned, <clears throat> these top four seeds, the Bulls are the only team where the core hasn't been to the playoffs. Jamar has. Vucevic, I think, went like two years ago. It was like a, it was like a joke when the Magic made it. Oh yeah. But, but Demar has, and Demar, he's clutch in the fourth quarter right now. But he's had his qualms in the playoffs. Zach Levine, he's pretty clutch. I'm hoping he's good. But you know, there's still guys. He still need to come back. Injuries 
again, every team has injuries, but guys still need to come back. They need to get accustomed to the team again. They got to play well, and then they got to have enough gel to be beaten these teams that have already been there before. I couldn't agree more. You know, but that's the thing. The playoffs are always surprising. Always surprising. Where it's like, okay, that team comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And maybe we were that team this year. Either that or it's the Cavs and them we're all fucked. Yeah, right. Well, even if you if you think about the Hawks last year, or like the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Hawks were the third or fourth seed last year. They're the ninth seed right now. Right. And the Knicks are 12th, and I think they were like fifth. So, like, sometimes those teams come in. The Hawks made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Knicks got beaten five games in the first round. <laughs> I think we're better than the Knicks were last year. I'll say that because Julius Randle was their one. Um, but still, I mean, like, you – you need clutch performers in the playoffs. I'm hoping the Bulls have that. They have a lot of athletic beast guys, long guys, just not tall. And when that comes to Embiid, especially with Harden now, especially because we were losing to them when they had Simmons and he wasn't playing, that's tough. And even if the Bucks with Drew Holiday or the Heat, Kyle Lowry's going to be setting it up for Bam or Jimmy. It's There's a lot of guys that you got to cover and get on the floor. And if your number one priority has to be the big men in the middle. Absolutely. I mean, at this stage of the game, the Bulls are. Is it luck? I don't know. Have they gotten think, this far because they've be... been missing key cogs? And that's the thing. Do these guys come back and they all gel and learn how to play together again? Or is it all like they're going to look lost? I think the good thing is that it's not, you're not taking any ball dominant guys back in. Like you have your scores. Caruso, sure. defensive stopper, good bench scorer. Lonzo is gonna he's gonna carry the ball up, but he's not gonna be your he's your number four scoring option on a good offense right now. Great facilitator, which is good. What's that? Great facilitator. Exactly, and that's what, what you want. And then Pat Wills hasn't played this year. I'm excited to see what Pat Williams does. He's probably gonna be slotted into the starting lineup. I, he could be a, a big, big piece that we're not really talking about all that much because he hasn't played yet this year. Because he's a good defender, and he's a good rebounder, and he'll be a dog in the middle. He's just, I think he's 6'8", and that's concerning. <laughs> Once again, that seven-foot banger in the middle usually is what wins championships. Especially the history of this. Yeah, like four, four or five years ago, it was small ball everywhere. Everything's good. But even those teams had like, even the Warriors had like Kevin Looney. It was like seven foot getting up there and getting rebounds and stuff. You still kind of need that. And I'm hoping we have that. Well, you, but... can't, you can't, you can't leave out Draymond. I mean, Draymond. Yeah, but I mean, even so he was, he was six, seven. He fits that mold, you know, the what I'm talking about where the Warriors still had big guys that they needed to do stuff. Draymond is. Hopefully you're hoping that Pat Will is like that, honestly. You're hoping that he's like Draymond, but I it's I think the tallest guy on their team is Nikola Vucevic right now, and that's concerning. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Height isn't everything, but it's certainly something. <laughs> it helps. It helps. I mean, hey, it would be nice to have somebody in the middle that can beat and bang. I mean, I, I don't kind to be of... honest, but. Well, right, yeah, just somebody who can get in there. I'm hoping Tristan Thompson can take some of those minutes <clears throat> away from Vooch, um, some bench minutes where he can get in there and, you know, kind of slow the pace down when the starters aren't playing because that's also a huge deal too where it's you don't want to get roasted when the starters are off the floor. Is it out of bounds to play him in the same shift? 
No. No, I mean, I think... See I what think, I'm saying? Yeah, I think Tristan Thompson has played... guard, too. Yeah, I think he's played power forward. Yeah. But also, we're going to have Pat Williams in, too, and you're going to want him to play D because he's good D, too. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. There's The thing is, is there's My depth. Options. There was, that depth. was the worry. Depth was a worry in the beginning of the year, and that's kind of been figured out. But it's still the only depth that you're worried about is center. And Tony Bradley ain't it, kid. <laughs> We've watched enough of that guy this year. No, definitely not. Well, time will tell. Right now, it's going to go down to the wire. Looks like we only got a handful of games left here before we get to that 82. So, yep. That's the dude. That's the always the weirdest thing about the All Star break in the NBA. It's like most other team, most other, I mean, except for, I guess, the NFL. It's, it's stupid. The Pro Bowl's stupid. But like, at least in the MLB, you expect it to be halfway through the season, get a little break. But in the N- in the NBA, it's something like fifty five games or something before the um, All Star break, and then it's like they come back and play like twenty four or something like that. Almost, after that. almost halfway, somewhere around there. But you'd expect it closer to forty, you know? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It'd be smart probably a good idea. Forty two, and then give them a break, and then forty two. It. It might be a good idea, though, too, because to do it later in the season, just because then you get rest and guys that need it for the stretch. That's the cool thing. Every every single game now, like, matters a lot more because this is like that final stretch. So here we go. Mm hmm. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be just interesting. keep it going, boys. Come on. So who would the Bulls play if, if the season ended today? Who would the Bulls play in the first round of the playoffs? Well, it's weird because of the play in tournament. But if okay. we're just going to look at the first eight seeds, it's. Bulls Raptors right now, which is kind of legit. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, if the Nets move up one game, then it's Bulls Nets, which is really concerning. <laughs> well, is Ky- I heard Kyrie's done for the rest of the year, no? Is he? That's news to me. I don't know. Now these uh, restrictions are being lifted. Oh, well, he, so he, I, I didn't know if he was injured. Um, I don't know. He so he can't play in Brooklyn. That's the it's the stupidest see, shit. Did you see Adam Silver came out and said this is bullshit? Yeah, because it is. He can sit courtside. He's allowed to be in the stadium. He can be a viewer of the game. The only thing is, it's only for public entities. So like the public can come in and sit anywhere they want on the courtside, whatever it may be. Private entities, it's not. So he can't play the game, but he can be standing right next to the out-of-bounds line and no problem. It's the most fucking ass-backward. Not, it doesn't even matter what your opinion on any of this shit is. That shit's crazy. That is crazy that that's a rule. New York City Mayor says Kyrie Irving can't play at home despite lift of indoor vaccine mandate. Right. What? How does that make sense? That's what I'm saying. He could stand up. Next to the out of bounds. Is this authoritarian, good enough for you, not good enough for me, bullshit gonna stop. It doesn't. Well, that's the thing. That that doesn't it doesn't make any sense. If If you were to try to make over right now, I'm going to have a meeting. Because none of this makes sense. Right. If I'm the owner of the nuts, I'm also like, dude, what the fuck? (laughs) No, I absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, there there becomes a point where it's just like, let the man play the game. And it takes it takes away from that guy's bottom line too. Oh well, but, and Kyrie's a huge part to this puzzle. Chances are, for him not being in the game every night, or, or at home games, right? Yeah, it's it's hurting them. And then yeah. in the playoffs, to be down one of your best players, 
Eh, doesn't make a lot of sense, man. In my humble, unbiased opinion, I don't think you should be able to play home games. I think this is the right move because the Bulls might play him in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think the New York so City Mayor's got it right. So keep it that way because the yep. last thing we need are the Nets to get hot and then hey. we're fucked. Right, and he's going to get everybody sick, so let's just leave him on the bench where he belongs, like two feet away from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> because a letter to CNN. <laughs> you did it. Push the it. mayor is right. <laughs> the mayor is right. I support this feature. <laughs> it's just fucking ass backwards all over the place, sense, bro. So it's not can we sense. can we talk about my favorite Serbian basketball player? Who's your favorite Serbian basketball player? I I come from a I, I have family that's Serbian, so let's go. There you go. You might be related to this man. Um, Nikola Jokic is an alien. He's a monster. He's doing shit that we have never seen. His family are gangsters too, bro. Yeah, those boys are scary. Markeef and uh, Marcus Morris were like gonna fight him one time, and they're like, "We'll fight you." And they're like, "They might be Serbian mob, bro. Like for real." (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't pro athletes out on the fucking sidelines. I mean, it's badass. You pushed my brother. He pushed my brother. (laughs) Fuck you! I dude, and those are big boys. <laughs> Very big boys. I mean, all of them are definitely in the same bloodline. Yeah, no doubt. I wonder how big their parents are. If I'm being honest, I haven't even checked that, but they have to be massive. It makes you wonder, right? Like, how how big are these people? Where are those genetics coming from? There's some big Eastern European people. Yeah. So. Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic, the reason I want to talk about him. So I saw this play. We all know Nikola Jokic is a great facilitator, good passer, good scorer, good rebounder. He's a wonderful player. He's one of the best big men in the team. He's probably, him or Embiid are in the lead for the MVP right now. But mm-hmm. I saw this pass. Don't sleep on Jamar. Was, Don't sleep on Jamar Rosen. Don't sleep I'm on just, Rosen. I'm not. You know I want that. I'm just saying in general, if you're because narrative counts. and you know Stephen A. Smith would say otherwise. He's always right. <laughs> yeah. Been, Stephen A. Smith's never been wrong. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely he, not. So Nikola Jokic, under, under the basket, basically, he is basically looking at half court. He throws the ball across his face to the corner for an open three. Insane pass. He didn't look at the lane one time. He just knew it was there. So that got me thinking. When's the last time a center ever led the NBA in assists per game? I looked it up. It was Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain in 1966 to 67, where he averaged 7.8 assists per game. Followed that up with an 8.6 average or assist per game in 67, 68. He averaged 4.4 uh, assists per game for his career. Right now, Nikola Jokic is averaging 8.3 assists in 2020 and 2021. But, or last year, he that's what he averaged. But right now, this season, he's averaging 9.4 in his last five games with 25 points per game and 13.8 rebounds in, on the season, which is fucking insane. Granted, and also, he's not even that, like, fit or anything, you know? It's kind of got a pudge to him, and he's just doing shit. Just a big boy, just moving bodies, bro, down low. I just want to know where he got this from. Like, how do you, like, he was smoking cigarettes before he became an NBA player. So? Hey, I, the, hey, man, some of the I best athletes used to support cigarette smoke. I won't yuck the yum, but that's certainly not normal. 
Nah. Also, side note, the Celtics and the Hawks are playing, and Jalen Brown and Trey Young have gone down in this game. So that's concerning. But oh, boy. Go, yeah, keep going. <laughs> well, on to good things. I mean, hey, he's Eastern European. If he wants to do smoke, he may smoke before the game. Yeah, well, I don't think he does that anymore because I think the Nuggets were like, "Hey, <laughs> you probably got to hey, chill on this." Knock it off. Use but that's electronic such electronic addiction device. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get a little vapor. Um, a little vapor, good for you. But yeah, I don't know. Like the, as far as the MB, MVP conversation is concerned, I understand that Embiid is he he gets the narrative and He's he was doing it without Ben player. Simmons He's for a, a long time. Jokic is mm, not a better Think, shooter. Not a better shooter. It's close enough, and he's certain. And Embiid's certainly not a better passer. No, I understand. Listen, I understand. I just think out of the two, Embiid shoots better than Jokic. Jokic yeah. is more your prototypical big man. Yeah, but he's still getting twenty five a game. Yeah, down low though, and fourteen rebounds. No, but he can still. Jokic can still shoot the shoot from the arc. There's no doubt about that. Mm. That guy's got buckets everywhere. We'll see. I I'm just saying. Wild card to Marjorie Rosen for MVP. Me too. If he keeps doing what he's doing, he certainly is going to be in the talk. But okay. Jokic is a monster. And he's average. Hey, this year, three. he's averaging 36% from three point. If you're going to say an all-star great season, it's 40%. And last year he shot 38%. So, hey, man. <laughs> Guy can shoot. We'll have to see. Time will tell. Definitely one of the top three big men in the entire NBA at this stage of the game. I'd put him one, if not one, two. But we'll also Giannis is there. <laughs> yeah, Giannis. I mean, freak, freak. He takes a cake. So we'll see. Time will did tell. You, hey, did you see Did you see Charles Oakley saying that uh, Giannis couldn't play in his era? Hmm. That's some of the most oh, dumb shit I've ever seen. That. That's some bullshit, dude. Think about it. It's not yeah. like he's shooting. They didn't shoot. He said he doesn't have enough tools. And I'm like, dude, Charles Oakley, you were. He said he wouldn't start. And Charles Oakley, I'm like, dude, like Giannis has more tools than you, and you started, bro. Yeah, anything, <laughs> uh, Oakley looks like the tool here. But I would say that Giannis could play in any era. Any era. That guy yeah, is a monster. Dominated. Yeah, and if he if it meant him being more physical, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. And he is already physical as shit, and he cares right. a lot. There's no way he wouldn't. He, he would have figured it out. He would have figured it out. Bro would have figured it out for sure. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas is like, no, he could. <laughs> oh, God, Isaiah <laughs> Thomas. He's right, product. though. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, no. Chicago doesn't love him, but he's from Chicago, so. Yeah, my father went to high school with him. And then where you know? True story. True is story. your dad better at basketball? No, my dad's terrible at basketball. St. <laughs> Joe's High School, Bellwood. No, Westchester. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. More you know. Gene Pingator. Not an Who's Italian that? at all. He was the head basketball coach. Gene Pingator? St. Joe's. And what Gene would do would scout young basketball players from the inner city of Chicago and give them a free ride to St. Joe's. And get a Catholic education. Now, history lesson. This would incur race riots. Just due to the fact that all of these families were paying for their kids to go to a private school. And then these kids were recruited to play basketball. God bless them, they got the talent. 
weren't, and then this would cause mass division. What? Yep. That's funny because if you that, that's not today, right? No, 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 no. This is yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, I was gonna say because I'm like that's so, that's com- that's commonplace now. <laughs> well, well, right, but no, like this this would start riots. No, this shit. would start absolute riots. My father told me stories that they had to bring two separate police departments to break up the riots at these high oh schools. Oh my god! Yeah, shit was nuts back then, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. So people think today's nuts. I mean, shit doesn't really change that much. Just saying. everything's nuts. It's just it's happening now. So people are like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like no, nah, it's always happening. Oh yeah, Isaiah Thomas played there. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. There, that's kind of just a fun history lesson to kind of give people an understanding. That was a good story. There yeah, you go. You, like you know, when you listen to this, you get little trinkets like that. You, people. you get little history lessons every now and then. All right. You, that being said, I'm done talking yeah. about basketball. I'm just want to vent for like the next half hour. I'm gonna say I don't even I don't even want to even fucking talk about this. But so baseball was supposed to come to a decision today, and they yeah. did. And uh, we're all going to have to wait until damn near June to watch a professional baseball game. Thanks for fucking up my plans. MLB, Mm. appreciate you. Want to give you my money, but I don't know if I'm going to anymore. Yep. But I think that the biggest disappointment this week is that Derek Jeter is no longer in baseball. And that kind of pisses me off because DJ is arguably one of my favorite baseball players of all time. Yeah, man. And just decided it was like, nah, I'm done with you people. And put well, yeah. it on the Marlins. Just was like, that's, yeah, I'm done. That's not, yeah, it's not on Jeter. I'll tell you that. Definitely um, not on DJ. Jeter made, Jeter made a statement. I truncated it a bit, but he said he's proud to put his name on the line, overhaul the organization, which he did. The Marlins have the best young pitching staff right now. They, got, they just got to get better. They're going to be fucking awesome in a couple of years. He said, the vision for the future of the franchise is different than the one I signed up to lead. Now is the right time for me to step aside as the new season begins. So basically he's saying, hey, we're about to be competitive. I was ready to spend some money, and they said, fuck you. <laughs> That's basically what they said. And he was like, fuck you too. <laughs> well, you can't blame him. Stupid. Man. You just can't. I mean, you can't blame him. I mean, if the vision's not in line with what he wants them to be, then mm-hmm. I'd be done. Yeah, I mean, granted, that's like a really difficult division to be in, but still, like, their team's getting better. He came in with a plan. They made the playoffs in the COVID season. And they smoked the Cubs. Mm Mm-hmm. They were called the bottom feeders. That was, like, the best fucking nickname ever. They smoked the Cubs. What (laughs) was the semblance of that of the Cubs? It was, yeah, that was the last time the Cubs were the Cubs. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they racked them pretty bad. Um, Yeah, and that's what's kind of, like, the the really... And you got to think about the Marlins, too, from this case, too. It's, like... They haven't been run well for a long time. Like when they got rid of, like if you think about it, they had Yelich MVP winner, Giancarlo Stanton MVP winner, JT Real Muto, who is kind of agreed on agreed upon being a top three catcher in the league right now, and their pitching staff is pretty damn good too. They had Marcelo Zuna, who's kind of shit out, but he's still on that team. Like <laughs> they weren't lacking talent. So obviously they, they fucked it up one time and they're ready to fuck it up again, I suppose. Oh yeah. No, this is a definite loss to that franchise for sure. Definite loss. Well, who knows if they'll even play this year, but I think they will. Um, it's just, I, I read a, a, a interesting article this week that's saying that the MLB owners 
really could kind of care less if the season gets pushed because if you break down the financials Mm -hmm. over every April for like the past 10 years, Mm -hmm. uh, they're at a loss. Yeah, so that's the problem. Really quick to recap, people that don't follow as aggressively, because we're on this shit pretty hard. Um, Basically, the owners, MLB, the owners, they're synonymous, I guess. They made an arbitrary, no real, not like a real deadline, but yesterday, the 28th, was the arbitrary deadline where it needs to get, it needed to get signed before the game started getting canceled. As of today, they went back a couple more times, made their final no changes of proposal. That's their last meeting that they had today. And the MLBPA said, fuck off, <laughs> which I don't blame them in the least. Um, there's a few things that I want to say, and obviously you can rebuttal all this stuff, but there's a few things I want to say just from what I've found, what a lot of people are saying, um, media wise, all that, but basically get it off your chest, Vince. Yes, please. Um, basically this deadline was created to more or less push a narrative to say, this is when it needs to happen or we're going to move games. This is how it's going to go. So basically what they said is this has to be the end of it. We have to make a deal. In my opinion, this is what it seemed like, and this is kind of the way it was being pushed anyway, was they were gonna say this is the deadline, and if the players don't agree with this, they just don't wanna they just don't wanna negotiate. Which is bullshit because there's a lot more to it. And the the number one thing that I wanna say about that, that they didn't want to negotiate, quote unquote. If you're saying that they didn't want to start late and the players are to blame, then why in the fuck did the owners start the lockout on December second? And then wait 42 days to start negotiations on the 13th. Because, bro, they don't care. I'm telling you it's, right now. They, they just wanted bargaining leverage is what they wanted. They, they wanted bargaining leverage. They could give two fucks. Basically, well, what they're doing right now is they're pushing this as long as possible. And I would be cool with it if there was like at least some some semblance of a fair negotiation here. This is always how it goes. I, that's and that's the problem, and I think that's that's not the way that the players are going to do it this time. Um, basically, the MLB said they're not budging on what they said; they want it to remain status quo. Yeah. Status quo is fucking bullshit because their status quo was already bullshit as far as paying is concerned. They used the term "service time manipulation," which is a term that was made because owners were manipulating service time and they were outwardly admitting that they were manipulating guys and forcing them to stay an extra year, like outwardly admitting it. Well, that's how is that a good bargaining tactic? Well, ultimately what they've done now is basically stated that, Oh, you want to, uh, well, well, first of all, let's start here. Um, the whole Chris Bryant thing was a huge topic and yeah. when that he's a face started, of that yeah. right so he's the face of that and then a lot of guys are bringing up the international players that's also a big hot to try right now yep so there's a lot of moving parts and pieces to that and i understand it's not all on the owner but then again it's mostly all on the owner in my opinion they, they <laughs> want control of their best players for as long as possible and honestly like that wouldn't that isn't even the biggest thing for me because a lot of the, what the the players and this was all public too, what the players were putting out there too is they wanted to raise the luxury tax to encourage in competitive balance, which makes sense, and raising the salary floor, which makes sense. 
because it should at least be equal with inflation to what it was before. But they haven't raised it even close to inflation. The PA basically started up higher than inflation naturally. That's how negotiations go. They went down, but they were basically stuck at inflation. They're like, if you're not going to at least make it the same as it was before based on what money is worth now, then why the fuck would we say yeah in the first place? Hmm. They're making less money, but the owners are making more money. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's probably what's still in the stipulations. Stating that, okay, you guys are still making money hand over fist. They're making more money. That's absolutely. been proven. Absolutely. So they're going to want to cut it at for something. Either have it go to the minor league guys who are dying in the mire, dying yeah. in the minors, right? Which has always been a big a big thing in the in the player negotiations where they're trying to get those guys more money. That's the salary floor thing too, where they're like, you can't just be giving guys this much fucking money to be doing what they're doing. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's very interesting to monitor for sure. The thing is too is it requires twenty three owners to approve of the thirty owners to sign off yeah. on it. So there's, I mean, there's a reasonable assumption that there could be fucking eight guys just ruining it all and there's and you never know if like the actual um like if everybody in the media knows exactly what they're talking about you know what i'm saying so you got to always take it with a grain of salt but there's supposedly a, some smaller market teams that are kind of just like no we don't want to pay more um i saw minnesota and that stood out to me because i they fucking pissed me off so much but because we hate that minnesota could, I really don't like them. <laughs> no, we don't like the Twins, and we don't like the Indians. We don't like the Commanders, Mike. Oh, yeah. Or not the Commanders, the Guardians. The Guardians. <laughs> Fucking horrible Isn't that name. funny as fuck, though? Bad, like, man. not to it's squirrel, so but to totally squirrel. One's the Guardians, the other is the Commanders. It sounds like a video game character. Honestly, it's like, oh, well, thank God for the Guardians and the Commanders saving us <laughs> from the evil Raul. <laughs> Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's, it's like, what the shit. fuck? What type of lame <laughs> comic evil Raul? <laughs> We're more like Good L. Yeah. <laughs> That's <It's>... Good L. <laughs> Good L's new nickname is Raul. This should be <laughs> fucking attack him. And him and it's, him and the man man, aka Rob Manfred, are here to fuck it all up. Yeah. And now Rob Manfred had a fucking Oh God. He had a goddamn press conference today, and I've never seen a guy look so giddy in his life. It just pissed me off. He had this what, little like, was he about to win a piece of metal or Well, he was just like he was smiling and giggling and shit. And like, you wouldn't understand the circumstance right now. Like you can't be, you know, buddy buddy. And the thing is, is he works for the owners so he is only one side of this whole negotiation really i'm telling you they don't give a fuck if the season starts later they're just gonna make more money well they're going to at some point and that's what concerns me i don't i don't think this is an end of april thing i think this might be an end of a may thing because there's a there's a specific spot in the season where if it continues not playing it's going to hurt their bottom line and the th only thing I don't want, really, is for the players to just be like, okay, fine, we're going to do this. And then for the next five years, we're going to hear the same fucking shit, and then we're going to go through the same fucking shit. Like, they just got to figure out somehow, some way to bargain this. Because they're not going to vote for expanded playoffs if they lose games. That's a fact. It's just not going to happen. Because if the owners are going to make more money in the playoffs with more teams, 
they're not going to want that because they're going to be like, fuck you guys for making more money after you're not paying us to play for the first month of the season. So that's going to be off the board. And it already kind of is because the first two weeks have been completely canceled already. Mm-hmm. It's just so disheartening. It pisses me off. It's just money. It's greed and money. Yeah, for real. And that's all it boils down to. This is and all, a lot this of is all being. This is all being pushed down by grown men playing a kids. A lot sport. of the shit too is like it's millionaires versus billionaires. It's like the majority of the people that are there actually fighting to get paid more are not millionaires. No, for <laughs> and sure. Not even and not even close to it. <laughs> no, give give the minor league guys a livable wage. Like Scherzer's there. Like, yeah, Scherzer's got $350 million contract. He's literally just the face of the Players Association. He's not the one that's fighting. Like, that's not, it's not going to change his life either way, no matter what, no matter what way this goes. No. Well, that's, once again, that's Max Scherzer. That's, right. You know, that's, that's the top paid guy in the league. If those guys don't get a chance to play this year, it's not the end of the Whatever. world. Then they can chill. Yeah. But, but now you got guys that need to work. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is concerning because they're not getting paid enough because the fucking owners won't do it. It's a catch-22. They're fucked either way. Well, here's the thing you, you have to think about. What if you lose a guy to Japan? Bryce Harper. You see that? No, I didn't. Bryce Harper posted uh, – it wasn't It wasn't real. I think he was mostly kidding. But he posted a picture of a – I think it was a Korean or Japanese league team. And he's like, hey, I don't have any work. I'm ready to play when you guys are. I'm like, holy Dude, shit! You Can you imagine? Especially the young guys, you might see it because if they're not going to have a chance to get ready, well, I would do it in a fucking second, bro. I would go eat mad sushi. Yeah. We looked at like the Mega Monster. I'd be like White Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be yeah, exactly. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be the next. I mean, think about the the marketing money you'd make. Totally. In a whole different market? Nuts. Yeah, totally. If you're a big name, what if you're like, fuck it, I'm going to go play in Japan. Right. That's what I'm saying. Bryce Harper? Can you imagine? <laughs> I would literally name my bat Hattori Hanzo. <laughs> what does that mean? It's from Kill Bill. Come on. Oh, damn. I'm Come sorry. <laughs> Hattori Hanzo was the guy who made Beatrix the sword that killed uh, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I gather that. Hanzo I gather Steel. that. Come on. Come on. I'm sorry, man. I'm not a movie buff. You know this. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. We're just (laughs) sports buffs. That's what we are. But sometimes I'd be multifaceted. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, you got anything else on this topic? It just just makes me upset, Vince. It pisses me off. Obviously, the people that are actually getting the worst of it is the guys who want to watch it. And that's the thing. Like, it's not the biggest sport in the world. I just want to get to a ball game this summer, bro. Right. I want to go to a game. I want to see a game. I want to watch it. The Sox are supposed to be fucking good. This happened last time in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. Same we shit were, happened. Sox were, were supposed to win born? the fucking World Series. Were you were born? <laughs> no, you weren't alive. No, I wasn't born yet. Nope. I was. I was all tree. You, you were two. You don't remember any of shit. Tree. Tree. I was ready. I was ready. I was ready. I was ready. You're eating graham crackers. <laughs> I was ready with my uh with the uh, my gub and baby food. Uh, <laughs> my yeah. <curvers. laughs> anyway, yeah, it's almost funny that that's almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like 30 years to date. Yeah. And I'm telling, and that's ago. what I'm saying. Every five fucking years, same shit's going to happen. Well, it's happened in 2015, if you don't remember. It just didn't end up 
doing anything to games, but they also settled on a bullshit agreement. So it's so I think that also has something to do with it that they're like they're okay, not going to try to do it again. We're not going to fuck it up again. Yeah, which is which is why I think they're going to hold their ground. Oh yeah, like Tom Petty, right? No, I won't back down. (laughs) (laughs) It's the song that Sam Smith got sued on. Okay, the more you know, the more you know, people. Well, we will pick this up next week. I am sure of it. I am sure of it. It is more stuff's going to come out. Oh, more stuff's going to come out. We have a new segment. Well, not new. But next week, we're going to start with an entirely new Embrace the Debate. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. This is always great, Vince. Covered yeah. a lot. We need some more NFL news, I feel like. Something needs to pop here. I'm telling you, are we going to start becoming soccer guys? <laughs> Field Maybe. fairies or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Field fairies. Uh <laughs> No, that's about the most of it. That's about the most of it. Sorry <laughs> yeah. if we offended any soccer fans and went no. in high school on you. But... No, I love you guys. I'll hug all of you. Yeah, it's Dude, just I, your shirts off for no reason. I watch the Tottenham Spurs sometimes. Don't get me watch, wrong. You watch the what? The Tottenham Spurs. What What are the Tottenham Spurs? Tottenham is how it's spelled, but it's a fucking soccer team in Europe. Also, I watch the Champions League, so I'm on there. I'm in, I'm in soccer talk. If you guys want to talk soccer, come to me. In. He's plugged into the soccer talk, people. Me, the only football. I'm an, I'm an I Everton watch. fan too because I don't I don't hop out of those good teams. English Premier League, Everton, baby. See, you watch soccer. I watch F1. There you go. Maybe we have the plug-in soccer slash F1 event. Mm-hmm. Every other also episode. big fight this weekend. Big, big fight? fight this weekend. Masvidal's fighting. Masvidal's oh, fighting. I feel like these fights are always overblown. By the way, I don't know. Colby Covington's kind of a beast. He's playing. He's fighting Jorge Masvidal. I'm just excited to watch it. Big UFC guy as well. Um, I just want to bring it up. Masvidal is a dog. You know, Masvidal used to fight with uh, fight with Kimbo. Yeah, R.I.P. to a fucking legend. R.I.P. to the legend Kimbo Slice. For real. Yeah, but this will be fun. Masvidal doesn't get knocked out. Colby Covington's kind of a hard ass, so I'm ready to see this. I'm ready to see this happen. Masvidal is going to just destroy him. I don't think I don't think that's as accurate as you think it is because mm. Colby Covington, he's no joke too. He's the number one UFC welterweight right now too. So, so is Masvidal fighting down a weight class? Masvidal. I don't actually know what he normally fights in, but he hasn't fought in a little bit, so I don't think right. he has like a has like he's a high ranked right now. But I could be completely wrong. I think the um, last but, time he fought was Fight Island. It might be, might yeah. be true. Yeah. Well, we'll have to come up with the with the response to that one sometime uh, when we're back here next week. Mm-hmm. Look forward to it, Vinny. As always, great doing it with you, my guy. It's been a and, pleasure. And uh, you know, as the usual recap would go. You gotta like it. You gotta follow it. Rate five it. stars. You gotta rate it five stars. Maybe leave a comment. We're in for the engagement, people. Mm-hmm. I'll answer. I swear. He will on the twitters at Taxi Squad. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good rest of your week. Peace.